So, uh, what's what's the matter there, there, Flakovich? Sound a little, little paranoid, a little, little worrisome for some reason. I mean, you're acting like uh, I would do something terrible and awful and and whatnot. So, uh, I don't, I don't know why you're you're all, uh, you know, or a puppeteer would be all stressed out about something like that. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. You don't remember much from your initial counter with Blowhard because it was very short and sweet for you and short and awful and painful for him. Um, you and Connecticut found out that the uh, chemical factory in Chicago was going to be attacked or was being attacked. And you guys went there and you saw this dude pretty much floating in through Avada Chemicals. He, he was this big kind of rotund guy, and he he floated, but he used... Um, his movement was generated by him blowing uh, strong gusts of wind out of his mouth. And whilst he was floating over a large vat of chemicals, which uh, you never found out what they were because you, you never explored into it, you just completely dunked him, and he barely survived. Um, you guys stuck around long enough for the Meta Police to come and cart him off in an ambulance, pretty much, or their equivalent of an ambu ambulance. <clears throat> so the situation you're in, you see Blowhard jerkingly continue to stalk towards Mad Spitter, and you're pretty sure he's he's continuing his countdown even after you've thrown the knives and everything and he's three two and his hands are raised and you jump out of the shadow and you you snap an elect man uh pose and everything and just completely cheese it up draws attention maybe with some quippy line or anything I, I'll, I'll leave that to your discretion uh, but he stops and you see the the, the suit's head kind of clockwork-ish click and, and turn and into your direction and you, you start to hear a laugh coming from him <laughs> It's it's almost it's almost a sob like not crying but you almost get a sense of happiness it's really it's unsettling but you've taken enough attention away and he, he's he's focusing on you that experiment seven has uh, slinked back up behind him. Instead of wrapping around this time, like I said, the, the physique is, is somewhat larger on them now. They just grab one of the arms, and you hear the... As the metal arm just rips off of this suit, and this green, gaseous um, substance that's been pouring out of where you poked holes in it with the knives and everything just starts to gush out. And the last thing you hear out of the suit is... Oh, well, thank you. That saved me quite a bit of time. And this billowing cloud begins to 
had come out of the suit and the suit just drops down to the ground. And what coalesces is a human-esque figure that's made out of this green smoke. Or, yeah, close enough to smoke. Experiment 7 takes a couple of swings with the... They've still got the arm in their hand, but it just seems to pass through them uh, just without any type of resistance. Um, the, the the exposed skin on Experiment 7 um, gets... Uh, their skin is still very pale, but... Um, when it passes through this, this substance, it doesn't get, it gets what you can tell from here, it gets red and irritated, but it doesn't blister like it previously had. So maybe something in their physiology has changed uh, along with their appearance. I'm assuming that your last bit finished where it was supposed to, although it seemed a little bit short and kind of ended on an up inflection. But I'm assuming that that was on purpose. The last thing you said in it was that Experiment 7's skin is still reacting to this uh, cloud, but not as much. I assume in the moment that he, like, it, uh, they, Z, whatever, ducked around into hiding that they uh, moved some points around and got uh, stronger and tougher as opposed to more muscle or uh, more nimble and sneaky anyway okay so first question is does the gaseous humanoid shape look like blowhard used to look you didn't say it was rotund so i'm assuming not to backtrack for a second the knife's cheesy phrase that he says is cut it out but anyway <clears throat> So, Puppeteer is speaking as if he's the knife, so he's doing a kind of edgy voice whenever he talks for the rest of the scene. So, uh, now that whatever this thing is is free and has said that ominous line, Puppeteer, as knife, says, Who are you? What do you want? Yeah, I did a very poor job of describing uh, this person's appearance. They are a roiling, broiling mass of smoke that is only vaguely specific of a human form in, in certain parts, mostly the torso, the arm, arms, the head, and where the eye should be is more of a uh, subtraction of where the smoke is, a, an impression of eyes and face. and. Um, it, it does seem like it's a, a generally large person, but you don't, you can't get specifics because there is no specificity to this, this form. Like the legs taper off and everything, and they're, he's just kind of floating in midair. And when he speaks, the the voice is slightly different. It's it's more wispy, um, less definition to it because it's not in the suit anymore. You're going to give me that? Who am I? Who? Yeah. Kind of hear him taking these deep breaths and the smoke billows out and back in. Okay. I forgot. You like to play the game sometimes. Let's play. Here's my monologue. And 
he's while he's going into this, um, if you act or actually let him go through with it, uh, let me know. Um, but no matter what, he actually continues his his diatribe. After you doused me with the tidal wave of chemicals, I was rushed to the nearest meta-facility. I could go on and on into the gruesome details, but simply put, it took two years to stabilize my genetic and molecular structure. I came in and out of consciousness. Pain. Pain is almost all I can remember from that time. Once I was stable, it took the society not long to break me out. Crimson Fury filled me in on the details of my accident. I spent the past three years preparing for this. I've called in every favor, chip, and resource I could. I've studied you, all the tape, the articles, everything. I owe one eye a lot, Fergus. You may have changed your costume, and you may be acting like a fool, but I've studied you enough to know that that's you. Now drop the act. When I beat you, I want it to be the man that ruined my life. And after I kill you, <laughs> I'm going after your former partner. The four corners are going to become a triangle. While this is going on, Experiment 7 has crept over to where the mad spitter is and is dragging him back in through the roof access. And if uh, the big smoke cloud notices, they don't give any indication of it or caring. Puppeteer continues to pretend to be the knife until Seven and Mad Spitter are out of sight. Um, I kind of want to just assume that happens about halfway through Blowhard's monologue, but if that messes with something, let me know. But here's how I'm imagining the, the timing playing out. So Blowhard starts talking about what happened to him and everything. Puppeteer, as knife, is like running around the rooftop that they're on, throwing sharp objects through him. Um, so that doesn't do anything. Of course. Um, so he just sort of runs around the rooftop looking, you know, what he th imagines a jerk like the knife would think is cool, looks like. Um, anyway, he's going to, like, run around and throw these things, but he's going to keep them. He's not going to, like, throw them and then let them go. He'll, like, boomerang them back to himself. So he's sort of holding all the knives and sharp bits that he's got in, like, a little cloud or halo around him. So about halfway through when he starts to be like, oh, I, I know it's you or whatever. Puppeteer tries to mind control him. If that doesn't work, then um, we'll get back to that in a second. If the way that he felt there was no mind was like a property of the suit or something, and it somehow does work, then Blowhard immediately stops monologuing, and um, Puppeteer comes over to him and says, now you're going to explain to me exactly how your new power and state of being work. 
All right, but I'm assuming that that doesn't work. So anyway, um, if it doesn't work, then he runs back to the roof that he was originally on, makes the little trash bridge again, and picks up all that material with him as he's going. So he crosses back to the first roof that he was on, does does another costume change, and he does it in time with uh, this little mini speech that he's going to give here in a second. And the last piece that fits into place is Abandoned Hope, his new mask. And he's going to let that settle into into place as he turns around to face Blowhard, and he'll immediately activate it on him. So anyhow, so as he's doing his costume change, he calls out, How terrible that you've spent all this time preparing, only to fail again. You've got it all wrong, Blowhard. This isn't a game. And he turns around. It's a tragedy. You came here thinking this was the exhilarating story of how you got revenge. But that's not it at all. This is the sad story of how you died. (laughs) 